Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We've been reading in the book of Deuteronomy. Now, last time we were we read Deuteronomy chapter 2, and it was about the wanderings in the wilderness. This time we're reading Deuteronomy chapter 3, and the title in my Bible says Conquests Recounted. So it's going to talk about some of their conquests which the Lord gave them. So this is Deuteronomy chapter 3. I am reading from the Amplified Bible. Then we turned and went up the road toward Bashan, and Edre, odd king of Bashan, with all his people, came out to meet us in battle. And the Lord said to me, Do not fear him, for I have handed him over to you, him and all his people and his land, and you shall do to him just as you did to Sihon, king of the Amorites, who lived at Heshbon. So the Lord our God also handed over Og, king of Bashan, and all his people into our hand, and we struck him until no survivor was left. We captured all his cities at that time. There was not a city which we did not take from them. Sixty cities, the whole region of Argob, the kingdom of Og in Bashan. All these cities were fortified and unassailable with their high walls, gates, and bars. In addition, there were a very great number of unwalled villages. We utterly destroyed them, just as we did to Sihon, king of Heshbon, utterly destroying every city, the men, women, and children. But we took all the cattle and the spoil of the cities as plunder for ourselves. So we took the land at that time from the hand of the two kings, Sihon and Og, of the Amorites, who were beyond the Jordan from the valley of the Arnon to Mount Hermon. The Sidonians call Hermon Sirion, and the Amorites call it Sinir. It looks like Sinir, S-E-N-I-R. Just difficult for me to think of how they pronounce that. All the cities of the plain and all Gilead and all Bashan, as far as Selakah and Edre, cities of the kingdom of Og in Bashan. For only Og, king of Bashan, was left of the remnant of the giants known as the Rephim. Behold, his bed frame was a bed frame of iron. Is it not in Rabbah of the Ammonites? It was nine cubits, about twelve feet long, and four cubits, about six feet wide, using the cubit of a man, the forearm to the end of the middle finger, usually about eighteen inches is what their general, our general belief on the cubit. So, when it says nine, um, where was that again? The bed frame was nine cubits, figuring a foot and a half a cubit. I would, I would say it was more like 13 feet then. That's just me, because of our previous readings, it has said that a cubit was about 18 inches. But see here, if they're using a different... If you use a different man's arm for that measurement, then your measurement might be a little longer or a little shorter. 
So in general, though, they're saying this was about 12 feet long and 6 feet wide. So just to, just to mention that. Um, and that's a little off because 4 cubits. Now, 4 cubits being 6 feet wide, that would agree with our previous thought of it being about 18 inches for a cubit. But the 9 cubits being 12 feet long seems a little short. I just mentioned that as an aside. It's, it's not like extremely important. But if they were really doing their measurements based on someone's arm to their fingertip, then they may have had a different person. You know, it, that's a hard standard to meet is what I'm saying, because um, you take a basketball player who's seven feet tall, their arm from their elbow to their tip of their middle finger is going to be much different than, say, mine. Mine here. Mine here might be. Mine might be less than 18 inches. Or right, right around 18 inches, but mine might actually be less than 18 inches. Theirs might be way more. So that's why I mentioned that. There could be some minor discrepancy in this, and it does seem a little different. It's not a big deal, though. The idea is this person was of unusual height. That's the idea that we're supposed to get here. So we took possession of this land at that time. I gave the territory from Aurora, which is by the valley of the Arnon, along with half of the hill country of Gilead and its cities, to the Reubenites and to the Gadites. The rest of Gilead and all of Bashan, the kingdom of Og, I gave to the half-tribe of Manasseh. That is, all the region of Argob concerning all Bashan, it is called the land of Rephaim, Jair the son Descendant of Manasseh took all the region of Argob as far as the border of the Geshurites and the Machathites, that is, Bashan, and called it after his own name. Havath, the villages of Jair, as it is called to this day. I gave Gilead to Machir of Manasseh. To the Reubenites and Gadites I gave the territory from Gilead as far as the valley of Arnon, with the middle of the valley as a boundary, and as far as the Jabbok River, the boundary of the sons of Ammon. The Araba also, with the Jordan as its boundary, from Kinnereth, the Sea of Galilee, as far as the Sea of the Araba the Salt Sea, Dead Sea, at the foot of the slopes of Pisgah on the east. Then I commanded you, Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh at that time, saying, The Lord your God has given you this land to possess. All you who are brave men shall cross over the Jordan armed before your brothers, the sons of Israel. But your wives and your children and your cattle I know that you have much livestock, shall remain in your cities which I have given you, until the Lord gives rest to your fellow countrymen as he has to you, and they also possess the land which the Lord your God has given them beyond the Jordan. Then each of you may return to the land possession which I have given to you. I commanded Joshua at that time, saying, Your eyes have seen everything that the Lord your God has done to these two kings, Sihon and Og, 
so the Lord shall do the same to all the kingdoms into which you are about to cross. Do not fear them, for it is the Lord your God who is fighting for you. Then I pleaded with the Lord at that time for his favor, saying, O Lord God, you have only begun to show your servant your greatness and your mighty hand. For what God is there in heaven or on earth that can do such works and mighty acts, miracles as yours? I pray, let me go over and see the good land that is beyond the Jordan, that good hill country with Hermon and Lebanon, But the Lord was angry with me because of you and your rebellion at Meribah, and would not listen to me. And the Lord said to me, Enough, speak to me no longer about this matter. Go up to the top of Mount Pisgah, and raise your eyes toward the west and north and south and east, and see it with your eyes, for you shall not cross this Jordan. But command Joshua, and encourage and strengthen him, For he shall go across and lead this people, and he will give them the land which you see as an inheritance. So we stayed in the valley opposite Beth Peor. So I do want you to notice with these conquests and talking about taking over these cities and giving these cities to uh, the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh, I want you to realize that God is using this as an example. Down below, we look down in verse uh, 22. He's telling them, when you go across the river Jordan and into the land which I've given you, do not fear these people that are there. For it is the Lord your God who is fighting for you. In other words, God will go with you and he will fight for you. And if you remember in our previous text that we've read, different times they've had battles, God was the one who fought their battles for them and won the day for them. And when they didn't have God with them, when they were being disobedient, then they would fail and they would lose. So again, God is trying to impress upon them, you know, stay with me, follow me, Don't be disobedient, don't rebel, but follow me and I will fight for you and these things will happen, these things will occur. So he's making promises and he's showing, and he has been showing them really for years, that the promises he makes are true and he's going to keep his word. He is faithful and true. So it's just something to point out and realize, again, we are very much like these people. We make the same mistakes. We get rebellious, want to do our own thing, want to have our own way, and then we wonder why things don't go the way we want them to. Sometimes it's our own fault and it's our own doing, much as like we see with them. When they fail, most of the times it's their own doing. It's because they've done something to uh, bring trouble upon themselves. So just, just things to be aware of as we read through these and we're we're recounting really up to the end of numbers we're recounting up to there and then in the next chapter we're going to go back into encouraging the children of Israel to obey and follow the Lord and the law that he's given them so this has been Deuteronomy chapter 3 I want to thank you for listening
Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.